and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Titans Season 4, Episode 5, entitled Inside Man. That was actually a really good movie if you've not seen it with Denzel Washington, I believe. Damn, now I'm going to think I'm not saying the right. I know that Clive Owen was in it. I want to say it was Denzel Washington. I'm going to go with my gut here. This episode was written by Joshua Levy and Prothri Servanson. That's as close as I'm going to get it. And directed by Jen McGowan. I gave this one an 8.7 out of 10. Much better than the previous entry thus far this season. I thought the effects worked really well. I thought that the containment of where we had our Titans would work against them but it turned out to actually not stall the story any more than it has already (laughs) but we did get some necessary character work I think with Tim more importantly than anyone else and we got to see some more of Gar's powers being useful in an unexpected way that I actually bought so pretty solid Pretty solid episode this week. Before we do jump into the recap, where we listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple, Amazon, go down to the rainy section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Titans or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. So let's jump into this recap. Sebastian tells Rachel... Now that they've gotten a moment alone, that he's always had a dream where he is on a train moving very fast, screaming for his mother as he is frightened, but no one comes. And now that dream has become a waking nightmare. Rachel assures him that he has a choice like she did, but he thinks maybe his life is damned. Linda, listen, 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 Linda, listen. Okay, what? Rachel says, no, 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 you'll make the right choice because you're my big bro, even though I knew you for or have known you for less than 24 hours. But I know I just know you got to be a good child of Trigon. And I wasn't the exception to the rule. Bernard gives us a time frame, six hours till the red moon passes Tim is not so optimistic that they are going to conquer this prophecy and not in the world because we are the Titans after all. We fuck up to the last minute. As we see in the camera, Connor dealing with the ramifications of his wound, not to mention the reptile slithering around. I do like the opening song choice. Mother is exactly how the rest of her followers address her in her cult. I thought it was weird at first. But then I recall in Dread when the people of the Mama clan just called her Mama. The way in which she addresses dissenters is a little wanting. She doesn't instill fear or punishment, but assures him no one has waited longer for this day than her. So just go tell the others to stop gossiping and be patient. Just a little bit more faith and we shall have our profit, even though time is running down. 
She does call or summon her mini anaconda. Why did he need to come out of the toilet? <laughs> like I got, but then again, I keep thinking he hiding in the pipes, but then he just decided to hide inside of Connor. Tim is bored and thinks Dick is keeping him benched because he's the winkest link, but Bernard tells him he likely is testing his commitment and strength before Tim jumps all in. When the time comes for his moment, he will know. I got you, fam! Sounds like a perfectly good Star Labs pep talk, but no, Tim's gotta be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in Gotham, I had more freedom. But I wanted to do hood rush stuff with my friend. On the camera, he spots himself some action by seeing the snake. The kind of action he has been thirsting for, except when him and Bernard approach said snake. And see how huge it is, they hightail it out of there with Bernard being the stereotypical white woman in this case. Falling to the ground with Tim helping him up. To be fair, he got on slippery shoes for his work environment and this floor is not meant to be ran on. The whole Tim saved my life was just for Tim when they got back in front of the rest of the team because that's not true. He just yelled, get up and ran like a little bitch, even though everyone tells him he did the right thing. <laughs> Which he probably did, like much you gonna do with that stick. But that's why you shouldn't have taken your ass out there and just called the Titans like, hey, there's a snake running around. Dick said, this is some magic shit. Jinx, you handle the magic shit. She's like, I need to consult someone. The only person that can help us in this situation, Samuel L. Jackson. Even Corey laughed, but what's up with the sexual endo of the statement of, I will magic your enormous snake. I laughed more at that than at her corny ass jokes. Ain't nobody noticing silent Connor in the corner looking all types of sussy and up to no good as he is sent to guard Sebastian, who they think, or they didn't think to update on the fact that there is a snake on the loose. Oh, by the way, Raven and Sebastian, there's a snake on the loose. Dick never hesitates to to buddy himself up with Corey, I notice. Jinx was paired up with Gar as everyone splits up to look for said snake. She is not as funny as her jokes think they are. Gar takes the opportunity to ask her about the tree. She says, is there a red sky? He's like, yeah. Well, it's a place of mystery and power and that you should just go with the flow and hop in and not need to know what's at the end of the other side of that rainbow. Great. That worked out great for you because last time I checked, you were a an inmate. They find a dead guy with his face chewed off and I appreciated the element. Like I was saying that last episode, you're on HBO Max. You don't have to dumb it down <laughs> when it comes to some of the gore. And if you're going to go into this, this um genre there's so much more fun you can have with it and i feel like they're holding back for no reason so taking it up a little bit a notch this one giving us some true gory stakes i think that does set itself apart from all of the villains that have come before tim you had one job and one job only and you are failing at it Cause Connor is in the hallway spazzing out. The snake approaches him and you seem to have missed it on your monitors. Too busy eyeing Bernard. Uh, 
Rachel and Sebastian got a whole bunch of games out like this is daycare for adults. I need to talk to Dick about the Titans merchandise. Ain't that true though? We need to talk to HBO Max, but I also understand why they might not be interested. I do need some merch though, just to remember it by. She's like, don't start Monopoly without me. He is like 28. Y'all need to stop. You can play Monopoly and Gar can play Monopoly and I believe it. But this, he, if you're trying to convince me this man is not a grown ass one, you are failing. He ain't playing no damn Monopoly, which is a game that can go on forever. Connor relieves Rachel, who immediately runs into Dick and Corey. And like every child, asks their parents for money. <laughs> Never got none. I'm going to get some chips and some snacks. I ain't got no money for it, but I'm still going to go get it. Money will just appear. Dick and Corey were having a debate about simply killing Sebastian and doing things Tamarin style as he may not be like Rachel, but are distracted from continuing when they realize Connor has been compromised. I did laugh when they were like, uh, what are you doing out here? I'm getting some snacks. Are you monitoring my sodium intake too? Also sounds like a kid to their parents. I think that Rachel has been the MVP this season thus far for me. Connor tries to take Sebastian away from Star Labs but he felt better in the silo and wants to stay. Mayhem appears through Connor and tells her son he gets more beautiful every day. And despite knowing this woman is his mother, he still calls her woman. She tells him she will never force him, though she clearly is not letting him be where he wants to be. And that the Titans will harm him. Connor attacks and Jinx is able to sneak up behind and knock him out. But now they have to contend with a very testy Connor. So Corey takes Sebastian away with Rachel who trusts her with her life, which is sweet. And that Sebastian can do the same. Even though she was just talking about killing him. You'd think Dick would at least have a brief conversation about, hey, make sure he's still breathing when I come back right <laughs> he's done that before with Corey, so i thought that would have been a nice callback they go to elko diner because the universe is telling them so and at first i was really with sebastian like how can you possibly secure someone in a public domain but i should have had faith in Corey because she assured us that they all want answers and she will keep them safe and they will get answers as well even though we really didn't get no answers gar freaks out about the end of the world happening but dick stays confident and firm in their perseverance he's like we don't even know how long we have until the world ends five hours and 15 minutes <laughs> he is absolutely disgusted at the pregnant looking connor with a snake baby <laughs> making jokes at that I should have had more faith because she goes to the, at the Elko Diner, Corey goes to the, the machine and it turns out she takes them to a metaphysical place where Zadira is. They meet up, they do their greeting once again. She says, this place is not safe for long because you are not strong enough for the war to come. Which means that we're probably going to be spending some more time back at the Elko Diner being trained by Zadira. 
Zadira, speaking of, thinks that their optimism is touching, but it does not change anybody's destiny, including the prophecy you think you altered by having Rachel defeat Trigon and you think you stopped them. No, she was already on the path to enlightenment and a better self. You were a bystander. Your true fate, your true purpose was to kill Sebastian. Mayhem summons Trigon for help and she begs forgiveness for placing anyone above him, but assists her by telling her someone must pay. Just throwing this out there, is it possible she's not talking to Trigon? Dick comes up with a solution to save Connor and Gar figures out the execution he's going to turn into a virus. Mayhem sacrifices a very willing Gina. The scene with the snake coming out of Connor's mouth. I am disgusted. Thought that was very well done. Best scene of the episode. The snake came out of his mouth. Connor started to seize and Tim saves his man who had nothing but heart eyes. Rachel has already adopted Sebastian as a Titan and considering Tim is like, bitch, I can't even get into the action yet. You can't just invite this villain in. <laughs> she tells him life is good because we have syrup and pancakes. But Zadira tells Corey that while Rachel can be emotionally blind to the danger because they're very similar, she cannot escape the fact that she needs to kill this child, this man. It's not a child as he is going to bring the end of days. Corey is shown a glimpse of her future daughter with Dick and her family celebrating the daughter's B-Day. They was like, happy birthday to you. They don't want to tell us it's Mari because they maybe don't got those rights. If Rachel had her powers, she would have killed Zadera because she came back and she was all like, oh, she's like, what did you do to her? <laughs> it was cute though that she was able to see, like, she was like, daddy? your daddy <laughs> and then there's uh dick sitting there with the child she's like oh this is our family Corey is told she was born to kill sebastian but she decides not to listen as she keeps getting told nothing but lies and she straight left her like well you made your choice deal with the consequences let it up bitch get fucked I am glad that Corey stood up for herself saying like, I don't owe Tamarin a damn thing. Y'all keep on trying to tell me that I owe Tamarin something, but y'all got a queen now. And if I've been born just so I can take this person out, like I even think there's still so much more that we could explore. I thought this episode was going to get some training. I thought we were going to explore what's going on with their powers, but it feels as if things are just going in circles with the cryptic messaging. Sebastian gives himself up to stop the fighting when Mother Mayhem shows up, but he probably took in everything Zadira said and embraced it. By the way, he fell home walking into a room with people chanting his name. I think ultimately Corey couldn't kill someone who hadn't done anything yet. That was her issue. She's like, look, I don't care. I don't mind taking this dude out, but he really hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> if he might do something evil in the future, sure, but Eh. but also it's always that conundrum if you can go back and kill baby hitler would you go back and kill baby hitler 
Tim finds Bernard and thanks him for his words of advice. But he was not talking about his rescue moment. Nope. He was talking about putting on them damn moves. Get your ass on that bed and prepare for the night of your life. I like their little relationship. I know Shy probably was not feeling it because she said he looked way older. (laughs) But it grew on me as the episode unfolded. And I think that it was important to give Tim a big moment because he's been, you know, treated like the baby brother just now getting his stripes. And he even says, look, that training's paying off. It's going to be small steps. You ain't going to just jump into this Jason Jason style because that shit did not work out. And that's pretty much the the end of the episode. I think I said that the, the cult looks like a rave. But we do have feedback. So let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for um, Titans, um, episode four of season four. Um, I I didn't send feedback yesterday because I thought I wanted to sit on it for a little bit. Um, I just binged the entire <laughs> season of a series and I was like, OK, maybe this will give me some clarity. Um, and I still honestly don't know how I feel. I I don't feel like I disliked it. But I don't think I liked it either. I I don't know. I think I'm just going to talk and then, you know, you can take out whatever information you will with what I say. So um, the first thing I I knew as soon as I saw Connor throw up that snake that, yeah, they were going to use him to get inside of Star Labs. Um, Whenever someone says, oh, this place is impenetrable, (laughs) it's always the kiss of death. So I knew that was going to be um, uh, the plot line. Like, they're going to get in. Yeah, yeah. And then clearly it's a curse. And that's why she was so quick to stab Connor. Um, I can point out for sure immediately when I saw how Connor looked. Like, the man is pale anyway. Okay, I'll get that. But he was very quiet in the corner, not saying anything. And he looked very sweaty. And he's super boy. So the fact that no one even (laughs) thought to bring that up, like Connor, what's wrong with you? They didn't even say anything like it was clear. Gar had some type of feeling that something wasn't right with Connor. But I don't know. It just seemed out of character for Gar to not be like following him or some follow up questions or like during the media be like Connor you're quiet what do you think like nobody even acknowledged that Connor was in the corner being quiet as fuck I know everybody got shit going on and you know apparently the world's ending and whatnot I just felt like I just I don't know I understand they needed to uh make some type of plot to where Connor could get him alone you know pull him away from Rachel but I just I didn't particularly like the way that they used it um I I would have preferred honestly if they used the snake to lure 
people out. I, I mean, I'm not a story writer, so I'm not even going to pretend to know. But, like, use Connor to get the snake in. And once, like, m- once the snake is out of his body, he don't even remember. I would have preferred that, honestly. Like, he threw up the snake. The snake came out. And the wound healed up and, every, like, he had no idea. Like, that would have been better for me. I didn't like I didn't like the storyline. I don't know if it was because it was so predictable. I feel like if I can predict a storyline, it's pretty obvious um but i feel like they've been putting counter through the ringer and i don't appreciate it um so i didn't like that i did enjoy tim uh he he's <laughs> very cute i just watched this entire netflix series that had this uh same actor in it it was called the bastard son and the devil himself or some something to that effect um, and it was, I really like the series and the actor is British, Dip, clearly didn't know that. Um, I can't say that I ever Googled them or ever watched them in interviews, so I didn't know. But um, I looked them up after that because I know some people can make a British accent and I wasn't sure if that was his real accent or if that was something he did for the show. But yep, he's British. Um, and I and I, I really like this actor. Um I haven't seen him previously before Titans, but now I'm seeing him in a lot of stuff. So he must have got one job and the shit just the the job offer just kept rolling in because he he's in a lot of things that I and I like him and he does play Tim very well. And I appreciate I I just really like him. Um, I like that he got to save his boo thing and he didn't he looked like he actually knew how to fight for a change. I enjoyed that. Um um, I enjoyed um, the, re, you know, I guess the, 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 I guess the love Rachel is feeling towards Sebastian, maybe because, you know, he n- never had a family, even though we saw him with the mom. I don't know why people acting like that don't count. Because uh, Rachel's adoptive parents were pretty shitty. Um, so I could understand why she would run away. But they had to kill his adoptive mom, Sebastian. Otherwise, he would have had, like, he visited her all the time. And, I mean, she looked like she was in her early stages of, like, you know, dementia. Or, like, it's hard to explain. But, like, the way she talked to him like he was a kid and like she like they didn't have a very like you know I I wouldn't say normal isn't the right word but like it was loving and you know he went and visit her and they talked and but I mean it wasn't a very in-depth relationship it didn't look like they did a whole lot of stuff together but you know still it just seemed like he wasn't treated terribly growing up I mean he at least had one loving parent um so you know I I don't know it was a little bit different for Rachel and Sebastian growing up um and I'm not sure how old Sebastian's supposed to be if he was born in the late 90s he should be in his early 20s I mean I love me some Joseph Morgan but he, he yeah I don't sorry I don't remember where I was I had to pause because uh Someone's knocking on the door. Just not this neighborhood. It's so many people. I'm just not used to. I know 
people are supposed to know their neighbors and stuff like that. But huh, I don't I, I like staying in the house and I don't I don't know. This neighborhood's going to take some getting used to. I don't know. So I'm, I don't remember what I was talking about. I know I was probably trying to finish up on Tim, but I did enjoy his character. Um, and I liked the little, little storyline with him and his boo thing. Um, I was kind of disappointed in the whole Gar thing. I thought that was a pretty, I thought, you know, him, um, opening up the jinx was going to lead to something, but then they looped it around and we got to, you know, I guess see Gar actively try to use his powers for a change which was great but then we didn't even get to see it and I don't know why but that was extremely disappointing didn't get to see him turn into a a virus and yeah yeah blah 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 and budget well then you shouldn't have brought it up okay I would have never even thought that he could turn into a fucking virus even though when they explained it it made sense but then you 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 give me this great ass like visual image in my mind and I don't even get to see you guys do it I don't know if y'all didn't have the money. Y'all should have saved that little tidbit for something else. I I do feel like like <laughs> like at this point, like if he has this hole in his stomach, why can't you guys? Oh, I think actually I think the the, the cursed stab had healed. I don't know why I I don't know why I just feel like uh, they could have came up with something better if they weren't going to show us show us him turn into a virus the whole thing I guess it was on the computer screen blah 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 I don't know it was like I said disappointing um what else um oh I don't know the whole like taking Sebastian to the diner I don't I don't know I, I I'm leaning towards that I didn't really like this episode I I can't put a finger on it the whole like diner He's you need to kill him and Corey being like, weren't you just saying that Tamaranians would have killed him and just got rid of the problem? And now, you know, he to save Corey from, I guess, I don't know. I, I just I feel like. I feel like Corey should be a better fighter than this. And I don't know. I was disappointed in the way the whole thing went down in the diner. And then, you know, him saying, I don't want anybody to die for me. And then he just gives himself away. If that was the case, sir, why didn't you just leave with um, Connor? Then I don't know. Ugh, I, I really don't know. You know, her saying, no, like, you know, the mother mayhem and her decision to sacrifice her best friend and whatever maybe that's why she kept her around maybe she knew she was gonna need her for something I don't know I don't know I think I think that's really all I got I uh am not sure why we need Jinx um it doesn't seem like her being a witch is doing much of anything that I don't know I feel like nothing she's done like been that great other than be like her like lame ass jokes and she's kind of annoying I I don't know I really am trying to enjoy this I tried to enjoy this episode but the more I talk about it the more I'm leaning towards I did not like it so yeah that's that's all I got I'm gonna just end it here until next time love peace Harry some black girl magic queen of the couch meet me out
That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Uh, I mostly agree, even though, strangely enough, I agree with your complaints, but I still enjoyed it more than I did last week's episode. Um, and because they paid a little bit more attention and because I think I like the Tim stuff so much, I gave it a higher score, but I cannot disagree with your, your issues with this episode because they're, they are very valid. Uh, they did ignore Connor's clear distress. Uh, the fact that they had two people, not one, but two people on monitors and no one could be like, Connor looks like he's in distress. The actor Tim is British. I need to go find him so I can hear him talking in his accent because that is so cute. I do like the actor. I like him a lot. He was in um, the new Batman movie, remember? Uh, and I was laughing because I was like, oh, is it going to be Robin in this too? But yeah, he, he. I've seen him in a couple of things. I haven't seen what you mentioned. Is that a rom-com? It kind of seems like it might. If it's a rom-com, I can't do it. If it's not a rom-com, I might check it out. <laughs> uh yeah his mom didn't seem like a bad person she just died and she was murdered by this other person that wants you to do bad things i mean let's just not pretend she died of natural causes that should be uh, enough to be like you killed my mom (laughs) but no i'm just gonna throw it out there i know you don't like jinx i don't like jinx either i think she is annoying but i'm not really too sold on your boo-boo uh sebastian here he just comes off like he's way too underdeveloped for where he's at like i understand you he was he from gotham i don't think so i think he's from metropolis right so i just i'm having a really hard time and I think it's because he's not abused. He's not this. It's just like he's he's the son of Trigon. But that has nothing to do with your social awkwardness or your, you know, you're tearing up just because someone was nice to you. It, it, a lot of things about his character. Like a lot of people's like, I feel sorry for him. Like, I don't feel anything because there's nothing really to feel. It just feels like you're 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 a part of the plot but you're not really a part of the plot maybe you'll actively become so once you turn into a villain but it the stuttering stammering you know person that you said he's probably in his mid-20s at the most you ain't been out in the world i've been seeing people who are shy yeah i guess he does work at a taxidermy but I, I don't know. It, everything's not coming together for me for for him. Other than can you just make him a bad guy already? Because this other thing that you're doing is just not working. <laughs> I'm with you, though. That's my biggest fear. If I get a house, people come knocking on my door. Don't come knocking on my door. I don't like forced socialization. Not at all. I come home so that I don't need to talk to anybody. <laughs> Let me come to you. Do not make it the other way around because you will be sorely disappointed. Shit, I won't even answer the damn door. Act like I'm not even home. But I see you right there in the window. Mm. I must have an invisible force field that doesn't let me see things that are not right in front of me. I did not mind not seeing the whole Gar situation, but I also understand why that would be a disappointment. I didn't care either way. Because it's one of those things where it sounds cool. But to see it executed, if you can't execute it well, I'd rather you not execute it. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the scene from The Expanse where 
Bobby is riding a rocket. And I'm like, man, that sounds super cool. Was not missing it in the sh- in the series that she didn't have that scene because I'm like, eh, it probably sounds good on paper, <laughs> but it probably would look stupid if you actually filmed it. And lastly, true, he could have been left if that was the case, if he didn't want to have anyone, you know, I, I, yeah, I wasn't too much of a fan of the Dory, the Corey thing in the diner either. I think that they're certainly not doing as much with her powers. If you have this person that's like, there's no reason why she shouldn't be telling her straight up what's up and giving her other than throwing two knives at her. You have a whole fucking lab. It just... Yeah, the whole thing with Corey's power is a little infuriating to me because it's been way too long at this point for us to stop playing these games. <laughs> we know she's the one of the most powers and for her to be the last person to know continuously each season is is very, very distressing to watch as a viewer. Because <laughs> that's the only thing that's holding her back from being able to do shit is oh, I don't know how powerful I am. <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> go in there while Tim is training. Now, don't go take the other boy somewhere. Go send someone else. <sighs> but alas. So yeah, um, I think you were feeling about last episode, feeling about this episode, what I felt last episode. Let's hear what Shy has to say. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Titan Season 4, Episode 5. Um, this one was a very uh, <laughs> interesting episode. It was it was things happening, but I don't know if it's because I was watching um, 1899 and so pacing, this, the um, topic of pacing was on my mind as I watched this one, but I felt like this one suffered from that a little bit um, in regards to mostly when it came to Rachel and Sebastian, because I felt like they, you know, the coddling and the pep talks and the constant, you can do it. It's going to be okay. You're part of the team. You're one of us. You can choose a different way. You know, that stuff, it was just like, it, it was a bit more than it needed to be. I think um, it just went on longer than it needed to. And so, and I felt like it was just taking up space. And uh, I was actually pretty happy when he finally got said the words and got kidnapped or, you know, went with his mother. Because I felt like, you know, now we're going to get some progression um, into getting into it as far as where we're going from here, the Trigon and him being um, whatever he's going to be and whatever, you know, it's like, let's get to it. Um, You know, spending the whole episode, you know, acting like they're going to save him when we all know he that he's going to end up with her anyway. But, and I get it, maybe I was just impatient for that to happen because I know that once that happens, we're going to get progression in the story. But I also felt like we were just um, marking time a little bit with that side of the story. Um, and I was overhearing Rachel um, <laughs> giving him pep talks. Um, and so then we got Corey um, talking to her, her mentor or trainer or whatever she was. Um, and that was... I I don't know. I it's like it's it's like how many times we're gonna try to convince Corey to do something that they know she's not gonna do. You're not gonna convince her to kill Sebastian. 
So I don't understand why we're wasting time with this. <laughs> so, so, and then she showed her this future with, you know, Corey and Dick having a the baby or the little girl and they're singing happy birthday to her. So this happy little life and then it disappears and that's that. You know, and that's like because of the monsters, because of Sebastian, and everything that you, your this happy future is not going to happen. So I would have rather it been a little bit more ominous than oh yeah they were there one minute and not there the next. Um, and I thought it was funny that <laughs> they didn't give her a name. It's like oh happy birthday nameless um, child of ours. Um, that was funny. Um, and so yeah, there's that. And then there's Gar. I mean, I feel like, you know, they're shoehorning Jinx. And it seems that it just it just seems weird to me um, sometimes. Just like him confiding in her. And I get, I guess I can understand why he would confide in her because she knows magic. But it's because you do magic. That means you know every single thing about it. And so it's like you're the duty expert. You know every single thing about everything to do with magic. That's not. Oh, that's not necessarily true. Um, but, you know, he's telling her about his dreams and what does it mean and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's just like um, they just, I guess because Dick trusts her that they're going to trust her, I suppose. He brought her on, so they're going to um, follow his lead. You know, and then, you know, I know that some and sometimes um, you know, exposition could be a bit much, but I feel like it's needed at times to like help explain the scene that we're that's that is unfolding in front of us and that whole thing with gar and him um trying to save connor and get the snake out of his body and all that stuff and now all of a sudden we find out not only can he shape shift into animals he can he can change into a virus um but how he does that no idea so he gets in Connor's body. How he gets out, no idea. How he transformed in that liquid. What was the liquid? No idea. Well, how how did it get him to form back into a human? No idea. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I again, maybe nobody else needed that explanation. Um, which is, you know, to each their own. I did. I need to like, what is happening? Like, how did that happen? How did he form back into himself? How did he form into a virus? Like what? What? Like what happened to his body? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 that just that bugged me. But again, that's just my personal preference. I would rather have gotten a little bit more of an explanation on what was happening instead of hey, we're doing this. Okay. Oh, now we're doing this. Okay. Oh, now he's back. Okay. Good for him. And then we got the um the scene with uh uh you know um Tim the the snake coming out of Connor and then him and then Tim killing the snake with the staff and they're like ooh that training came in handy I'm like what training sir like that took training to get a staff and uh, kill a snake by hitting it over the head I was like I could have done that I'm like just grab something and hit it like I don't know what training had to do with that but i guess his quick reflexes 
I don't know, but I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh, yeah, that training, Tim, that you've been doing for the few days is, is has really kicked in in that moment. <laughs> so good for him. I guess boost his confidence. That's right. Get him to continue to want to uh, train and do all the things that he was complaining about earlier in the episode. I'm glad we got an explanation. I mean, understanding that explanation um, of, I mean, it, of why Connor didn't say anything on the last episode. So we see that he was possessed, which is why, you know, we didn't get him saying, Hey, I just threw up a snake. (laughs) So there's that. So I'm glad we got better under, I got better understanding of that. Um, Tim was definitely acting more like a teenager in this one. Like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? In the beginning, that the equivalent of are we there yet? <laughs> so it's like, okay, Tim, calm down. Like, it's gotta be all right. You know, you, you know there's anyway. Um, but I understand he's young and patient, and he wants to contribute to the team and show that he, his worth. So um, that's important, and that tends to happen. Um, Early on, I think everyone has that growing pain of uh, wanting to um, be a part of something and, and and show that you're worth the time and the effort that's gone into you. Um, so that's great. But like I said, I'm glad that we... Oh, yeah, another crazy scene was just, you know, she she's praying this Trigon and, you know, whatever. What, how are we going to get Sebastian? Whatever, whatever. Um, they're calling her mother and, and they're trying to find him. And then she's like, oh, we need to sacrifice somebody. Oh, yeah, let me sacrifice this loyal person that's been by my side that's helped me through thick and thin. Let me slice her throat real quick, put her blood in there so that we can... Uh, be able to bypass the whatever shield that is keeping Sebastian in that diner. I'm like, okay, dokie. That it just got just it just went dark for random reason. Like she had it had to be her to be sacrificed, and she's like, yes, for you, for the cause, for everything. But that's cult like behavior for you. They that's just what they <laughs> they just. They fit, they believe in the cause that strongly, but it's just so just I I don't know. It was predictable in a way. I as soon as uh that scene happened before she slipped, I was like, yeah, she's gonna sacrifice somebody because that's usually what they do in these in these cult like situations. Someone has to die, and to make the ultimate sacrifice in order to bring on whatever prophecy they're trying to bring on. In this case get Sebastian. But like it like I said, um I'm glad that um Sebastian is there now with his mother. So let's move forward with this story and get to it and see all the destruction and mayhem that can happen with whatever they're trying to do, take over the world, the darkness cuz all that stuff um before we can prevail it in the end, because Corey's going to be uber strong and Rachel's going to get her powers back and everything's going to be great. So on that note, until next time, I love peace and black girl magic, queen of the couch, shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. So it doesn't seem like she liked it much either. <laughs> um, I don't have much to add. Like I said, I don't have, I'm not going to 
uh, I have nothing to say to the criticisms because they're all very valid other than just I didn't care about the whole I think I already explained about guard didn't care didn't care I I was fine when he said Dr. Niles told him in season one he can transform into anything with DNA good enough for me good enough for me because I don't trust this show I don't trust it to do anything any type of justice to do it so don't fuck around just ease back we fix Connor I don't know. Maybe, I, clearly, <laughs> I was not as into that. <laughs> the little effects I got for the scene was the best thing for me. I just like the blood and the gore of it all. And I know that's not up you guys' alley. So I was fine with that. I mean, she ain't got a clown his positive reinforcement. He's just trying to give him some positive reinforcement. He's trying to be a good leader. Yes, he didn't pop up like freaking Batman with his staff, but... He did react pretty quickly and this time he did confront the thing that he didn't confront last time. He was too scared to confront it and this time he didn't hesitate. Uh, It's corny but that's that's it's corny. (laughs) I don't even gotta say that's part of the show because it's not but it's just a corny way. I didn't think too much of it. With the sacrifice, though, of why she killed Gina, I was I was under the impression and I could also be wrong, but I'm just going on based on my other thoughts and magic and shit. They always make you sacrifice someone you care about, especially if you're from what I could ascertain with her brief conversation with nobody is the fact that she had her and Trigon kind of had a little bit of a falling out. And it could be because she end up, you know, loving people, putting people before Trigon. And maybe that's what he said to her specifically. And I bet that's what he said to her specifically. You have to murder someone that you actually love, which is why it's not someone else. Um, And she even talks to her about that. Like, oh, you were by me through everything. You never like even through the bad times you never left my side. And she says, I did that because you forgave me for doing something that was not necessarily the best thing I could have done. And you were a friend and you chose to do something monogamous, like forgive me for that. And so I didn't see that as uh, I, I, but I can totally see missing, like not being tuned into what that was supposed to be about. But that's how, that's why she killed Gina in specific or specifically it's because no one else was going to do and it wasn't that she's just going anywhere she needed to uh, attain magic that was beyond what she was capable of so for her to be able to transport to the medical physical metaphysical plane she had to make that sacrifice to drag on and he wanted it to be someone she she valued and i think while everyone else certainly are her acolytes i don't think she values them and at least jinx like you were saying uh i don't like jinx either but i don't blame gar for asking like hey i don't know what the fuck's going on ain't nobody in my crew could answer these questions i've exhausted my google searches do you know anything and i and the one saving grace is the fact that she admitted like yeah i don't know everything about magic that's great Cause she's basically putting it out there. I'm not an expert. I may know a lot more than you do, but I'm not by any means know everything about magic. 
Um, they could have convinced her since she was already there. They just didn't play it like that. What did I mean by that? Hmm. Oh, about maybe convincing Corey. Yeah, I don't. I already said I don't like that scene. I don't like any of those scenes. There's nothing else I need to add. Because <laughs> it was not just the Rachel and Sebastian pep talk. I thought the Corey and Sebastian pep talk in the car was also equally just hard to watch. I'm like, just just keep driving. Tell him to shut up and keep driving. Stop going around holding this man's hand. Okay. <laughs> you don't even seem like you're that inclined to be against the whole idea anyway but yeah uh that's all my thoughts on the episode thank you ladies for your feedback as well if you want to join in the party blackercouch at gmail.com once again my social media will be below remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic